Let's start the show by talking about my sponsor, Paloma Verde, and their new website, PalomaVerdeCBD.com. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out for all of your CBD needs. They've got the gummies, tinctures, the salves. So if you're needing anything to maybe chill you out, something to help you get mellowed out, something for your joint pain and stiffness, go over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and give them a check out. Carlos and Vanessa are awesome people. They run a great company. And if you enter the promo code FACTS at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. Plus, any order over $75, you get free shipping. So, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out. Let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. Alright, so this is going to be pretty quick because as it turns out, I got a whole bunch of stuff that I got to do today that I hadn't originally planned on when I decided to do the live stream today, but here we are and it is what it is and we deal with it. Actually, um, one of the things that gets talked about a lot in the, uh, especially with the Mises Caucus type stuff and from a lot of the post-libertarian type stuff is being involved locally that you know politics is effectively a uh zero-sum game as far as the national level is concerned and i like i totally agree with that that's the national politics is a complete shit show and a total waste of anybody and everybody's time like with the sole exception of basically going like scorched earth type of campaigning to try to undermine both of the other uh, parties and really try to spread a message. I, you're not winning at the national level. And even at the state level, it's tough. But local level politics is something that you can actually win at and have success with. And over this past weekend, I got to participate in uh, sitting at a table, a booth running a, a, the our county libertarian party's uh, little booth at the local river fest, which was a lot of fun. And I got to talk to, uh, you know, a small handful of people. Uh, it's a you know small town. So it's not like there's hundreds of thousands of people that would be coming through anyway, but I, I got to talk to a, a handful of people about libertarianism and the ideas of the libertarian party, especially like the principles and the concepts and, and that kind of stuff. And so what what kind of kills me that I think gets overlooked from some of the like, post-libertarian ideas and stuff like that is that, you know, and that this is all just a big waste of time and that people know what the Libertarian Party is about and they don't want it. To some extent, yes. But when you get when you dig down into like local communities like this, there were probably a dozen people who just came up to ask me, what is the Libertarian Party? They have no idea. Like, there are, in you know local, rural areas, there are a lot of people that have no idea what the Libertarian Party is or what any of this is even about. They don't know what the, the platform is. And when you start to talk to them and explain to them like, what, what we believe in as our principles and our ideals, they realize that that's stuff that they're really behind. Uh, but they never knew anything about it. So, you know, out of the maybe dozen or so people that I talked to, uh, 
at least a, a handful of those took like brochures and literature and had a lot of questions and said they were going to check it out and look more into it. Like if, if the ideas are getting out there, then that's good. Like we can't just completely dismiss politics as a, a useless thing because obviously if utilized properly, it is of benefit. But with all that being said, the reason I got busier than I intended to today is uh, I've got to take the tent back uh, that we used for the, for our booth and, and I've got some other unexpected errands that I've got to run today. So it's been a, I'm, uh, I'm going to pre-record a couple interviews. So I'll have content for next week, but it, the following week might get a little sketchy. Um, I'm actually starting a new job on Monday. Hooray. But, uh, while I'll ultimately go on night shift with that job for the first couple of weeks, I'll be training on day shift. So my schedule is going to be all kinds of jacked up, including my sleep schedule, which is pretty royally fucked anyway. So we'll see how all that goes. But the uh, the title of today's episode is Tax No One. And uh, obviously that's a pretty uh, milk toast libertarian idea that taxation is theft, yada, yada, yada. And that's not what I'm, I'm not even going to talk about taxes and tax code and the insanity of all of that. The Met Gala was all the rage this week from both sides of the argument, whether you are in favor of taxes or uh, opposed to them, because AOC had her lovely tax the rich dress. The irony is, and, and this has been pointed out, it's not like I'm saying anything that's not well known, I hope. The irony is that she was at an event that cost thirty dollars to $35,000 per ticket. Only the, only the rich and most elite are invited to this event or, you know, get a chance to be there wearing a dress that probably cost more than the ticket i her her entry fee to get into this between the dress and the ticket would probably probably more than uh actually statistically speaking she had more invested in that one night than i think 70% of households will earn for the entire year. I mean, <clears throat> think of how insane that is. And the really crazy thing about the tax the rich idea and the eat the rich and all this stuff about going after the rich and that they don't pay their fair share and blah, 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 blah. The people who are always pushing this, the people who are always promoting this, the ones who want to tax the rich, they tend to be the fucking rich. If you, and, and this is, <clears throat> like, AOC is always touted as one of the poorest uh, members of Congress. And just on its face, okay, okay, like, she's poor and she has all the student debt, supposedly. Her net annual income still puts her in the top 17% of earners. Like, And this is not individual earners. This is top 17% of 
household incomes in the country. She alone, as just a Senate or uh, <clears throat> Congresswoman, if nothing else was included in that, is in the top 17% of all families, household incomes in this country. And that doesn't take into account any of the perks or the benefits. I mean, I guarantee you, she didn't pay a fucking dime for that ticket to get to the Met Gala or for that dress. Multi-family annual income invested in this one night and not a dime came of that of that came out of her pocket and that that is that is wealth and privilege like most of us will never know or understand Uh, like my wife and i make good money combined we are fairly well off i could never ever dream of dropping that kind of money on a one night event That, that would bankrupt me that would bankrupt me but she's and you know the one of the poorest members of Congress is out there just hooking it up and having a having a blast, like not a care in the world. Joe Joe Biden, I think, when they were reporting like annual incomes and <clears throat> and all that stuff and the amount of taxes that they paid, if that somebody correct me because I'm I've probably got this number screwed up, but I'm almost positive that when they did their uh, reported their their tax returns and stuff. Last year during the election and everything, that Joe Biden had paid five million in taxes. Paid five million. Not Joe Biden made five million. Joe Biden paid in five million in taxes. How much like how much money did he make for the year that he owed that much in taxes? Like that that was the insane thing to me. Was when you looked at that, they were all talking about. Trump's tax returns, Trump's tax returns. Everybody's talking about Trump's tax returns. The the more concerning thing to me is when the politicians are releasing their tax returns and they are paying seven figures in taxes as public servants. What? What? And like... if you know how much they make, like even the most senior, if they're sitting on all these different uh, like councils or uh, boards or whatever, like they're maxing out like government salary. They're maxing out in the 250 to 300,000 a year range, which is fucking insane in and of itself. I mean, that puts them in the top uh, 9% of household earners uh, just, just by that alone. So tax the rich, tax the fucking rich. That's all of Washington, D.C. They are. They are the elite that. And and what's really fucking insane is that they have conned all these average dumbasses into thinking that they actually represent anybody, that they're actually your people. And look at the fall of Rome. Like That's what we have. The political class is its own form of elite. It's it's its own form of upper echelon part of society. They have all the money. They have all the power. They have all the influence. That's where it is. And then they prance out here in a fucking $50,000 dress at a $30,000 event to, to say tax the rich. Motherfucker, tax yourself. 
they should have full-time jobs. They, they should have to work for a living because what they do, how often, I looked it up one time and I've, I've lost the numbers because I wasn't prepared <clears throat> to go into that part of it. Like the amount of time that they actually spend in Washington, like in session, actually serving the people, it's infinitesimally low. Like that is not a high majority of the time that they spend. Most of their time is spent in uh, like bullshit meetings to, uh, to to make sure that the people who are actually lining their pockets off the books are getting their way. Uh, speaking events and and they get paid for these speaking events that have absolutely nothing to do with public service, have absolutely nothing to do with policy, have absolutely nothing to do with what they're supposed to have been elected and hired and responsible for doing. And I, that's, they're getting paid to do these book tours and speaking events and jerk themselves off to, you know, moron crowds who are just slobbering all over themselves to see these people talk about tax the rich while they are the fucking rich. That's who they are. That's what they are. When their tax, when their annual tax bill is seven fucking figures. And it, it, like it, I said, I wasn't going to talk about it, but goddamn, if if you understand the way the tax code works, especially once you get to that level, like if they are actually paying in seven figures in taxes, they're raking in 10 to $20 million as public servants. I, where the fuck is all that money coming from? Because they're not getting paid all of that for speaking events. They're not, you know, did I, like, what's their, did Joe Biden write a book that I missed? Uh, I mean, a coloring book, maybe? But, uh, so where where is all this money coming from? <laughs> like, no, nobody wants to look at that. Nobody, especially none of the uh, the tax the rich fucking morons. They don't want to look at that. They don't want to think about that. They don't, they don't want to know that, their benevolent overlords are the fucking rich that if the, the the first person the first fucking person that you should tax is those motherfuckers <laughs> like take 70 percent of their fucking income right off the top take it take it and see how they feel about it see how they feel see how their tune changes on tax the rich because the rich are always the rich are always immune to all of that bullshit that's the way the system is written up and drawn up and works when they say tax the rich what they actually mean is murder the middle class that that's where that's where it hits it's gonna hit me it's gonna hit probably you because the rich aren't actually gonna pay that tax they're going to work the loopholes but they're going to use that increased tax as the excuse for why they have to charge you more for the goods and the services that they provide through their businesses. And this is all like basic economics, but that's, that's the problem is that they don't teach basic economics. They don't teach fucking anything. Um, a glossed over view of history and how to do common core math, how to not do math 
in a uh, logical fashion? What else do they teach? I can sincerely say that while I loved my English classes, I don't use any of that. Teach people how to read and write effectively. And that's, that's it. That's it. Like, you need to know how to not sound like a dumbass when you write something. And, and even in this day and age, I mean, the whole reason I started doing this is because I could write something well-researched, well-thought-out, beautifully worded, perfect. Nobody looks at it. Why does nobody look at it? Because people don't fucking read anymore, as unfortunate as that is. There are, not nobody, but the average person doesn't read. They watch YouTube videos. Like, if I want to, If I want to see how to do something... I want an instruction manual that I can look at a diagram and I can read it and I can find out what I'm doing and apply it. If you look up instructions on how to do literally anything these days, it's going to take you to 17 YouTube videos. And if you do happen to find an actual Word document that like give, lays it out and explains it, it's usually somebody that didn't know what they were talking about. Like, User manuals have gone out the window. People just like people literally throw them out as soon as they get them. People don't read anymore. But like basic education should teach you how to how to do math the right way, how to read and write, and not come across like a dumbass. It should teach you at least some brief reality of what has happened through history not the not the glossed over uh, through rose through rose colored lenses look at history that we get but some of the actual dirty nasty parts of history and the way that the country was actually founded and the way that the civil war actually went and the reasoning for world war one and world war two and how that all is connected and you should learn about tax code because that shit's important because there's a reason that, you know, the two constants in life are death and taxes. And and even after death, you're still going to pay more taxes. Instead, none of this stuff, none of this good common sense stuff, none of the stuff that's actually important to life is taught in schools. And so we end up with, Fucking morons like AOC, who supposedly has $50,000 in student debt, was a goddamn bartender, and now she's prancing around at the fucking Met Gala with a $50,000 dress on that says, tax the rich. Bitch, you are the rich! Hope everybody has a good day! I'm gonna go run a bunch of errands, and if you are waiting on content from Lions of Liberty, uh, (laughs) Break the Cycle, Buck Johnson, The Paradox, uh, always Andy's mom peddling fiction. You're gonna have to wait until later this afternoon because I got way too much shit to do this morning. It's uh, I would anticipate it'll probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of two, three o'clock this afternoon before I really get to sit down and start pumping out content. So if you're watching this, I apologize for the late 
delay or for the late release of all of everybody's content. That's life. Shit happens. And otherwise, hope everybody has a great day. Uh, I'll be back Monday with uh, Craig Smolt of Break the Bell podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that conversation. And then uh, next Wednesday will be Adam Patrick of You're Talking Over Me. So next week's a big week. I uh, hope everybody, if you actually watch this, you're probably going to watch those anyway. So it's not like I'm uh, selling this a whole lot. But if you like what I do, tell other people. Uh, I don't know. Or just fucking tell me. Like If you are one of the roughly 8 to 12 people who watch and listen to this regularly, say something to me. Like I want to know who you are. I, there's these, I have these uh, <laughs> mystery mystery viewers that never never actually uh, say anything. So let me know who you are if you're watching so that I uh, can come up with some ideas for what to talk about and kind of uh, mold it to what my extremely small audience is actually interested in. Hope everyone has a great day and I will see you next week. Or you'll see me next week. Whatever. Hopefully I'll see you sometime.